This is Judge Smales, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. I told Kimra if this radio thing doesn't work out, don't worry. The world needs ditch diggers, too. <laughs> don't forget, the Kimmer's on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer is easy to get along with well, once what I you was... learn to worship him. <laughs> the Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. <laughs> the old Kimmer program. Look out, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. <laughs> yeah, happy Monday. Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. On News Radio 1067. How you doing? 844 404 1067. Look out. Here we go. Taylor Swift is buying porn name domains. Uh, and all that, <laughs> there's a good reason. Uh, there's a new, you know, years ago when it first started happening, very clever people, not including me because I didn't realize how much I could have made off of this. But back when uh, when people started making and buying domain names, there were very clever people who bought uh, uh, Internet sites such as Delta.com, Airlines.com, Business.com. You know what I mean? I mean, man, you be all these beautiful, generic, fantastic .com names and bought them for $75 and then sold them for $50,000 when, when you know, came Chamber of Commerce wanted to buy the name. You know I mean? So, well, now there's a new law that uh, says domain names are closed to the public until June 1st. So Taylor Swift is already using her porn names to buy them so no one else can. So Taylor Swift has bought taylorswift.porn and taylorswift.adult as <laughs> because her company wants to make sure that no one else can use those and use her name for pornography stuff. So she's preempting their, <laughs> their hideousness. Anyway, 1206, look out. It's only the Kimmer. How you doing? 844-404-1067. Man, you can tell it's Monday, can't you? Uh, a lot of things going on here today. This was the day Patrick Henry made his famous speech. And how he survived 20 years in the attic away from those Germans, I will never, ever... <laughs> Especially blind. I mean, how, how could a blind guy, you know, it just, to me. Uh, all right, Starbucks, the national nightmare is over. <laughs> I guess black lattes don't count after all. Uh, Ted Ho, hey. Ted Ho, ha. <laughs> Ted Cruz is uh, running for president. And by the way, I still think he wears eyeliner. Okay, I think he wears eyeliner. Uh, and you may not have known this. You know Alan Dershowitz, the lawyer, famous Harvard lawyer, the Death Penalty Project, all this kind of stuff, movie based on his thing, the Sonny Von Bielke, da, da, da. Alan Dershowitz, one of the most brilliant legal minds, screaming liberal, but a, a brilliant legal mind. Alan Dershowitz says that Ted Cruz was the smartest law student he ever had at Harvard University Law School. Ted Cruz was the smartest Harvard law student that Dershowitz ever knew. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's something to remember, I think. Uh, but the God factor, let's talk about the God factor. Ted Cruz, is that going to hurt him? He's going named evangelical. He started at Liberty University. He's from Texas. He made his announcement in Virginia. He's from Texas? He's from, well, he's there now. <laughs> Actually, he's from Canada. He's a Canadian. He was born in Canada. All right, but his mom was American, so boom, de bomb. All right, yeah, bridge students and the Muslims offended. ISIS hacking and stuff. Yemen falling apart. Stockbridge mayor. 
Well, now there might be something to this story about the Stockbridge mayor. Have you heard about this case? This could be something that I think we may have to uh, we have to uh, put our talents in here for just a moment. The mayor of Stockbridge, Tim Thompson, is in trouble because the mayor of Stockbridge apparently has uh, something of a temper. Well, that's something to consider. However, on its face, Mayor Tim Thompson in Stockbridge is a story of anger misplaced. The tale of a belligerent blowhard whose main goal is to launch his clenched fist into the face of a political opponent. But lest we overreact and go off half-cocked or even quarter-cocked, here is the rest of the story. For most of his youth, little Timmy Thompson suffered from an inferiority complex. What with the overbite, spindly legs, zits, and tendency to stutter around pretty girls. It was only when his babysitter, Laquanda Kenesha Jones, made it her single purpose in life to toughen up little Timmy. Step one, subconscious character repetition. She would tuck him in bed and turn on the tape recorder as he drifted off to sleep to the dulcet tones of Laquanda's version of Now I Lay Me Down to Sleep. Well, put into context, one can only imagine the effect of his nightly tremors and bedwetting on this growing child. So it should not have come as a surprise when newly elected Mayor Big Tim Thompson took office 14 months ago and changed the tenor of the mayor's office on day one. From now on, you will speak only when spoken to, and the first and last words out of your filthy sewers will be, sir. Do you maggots understand that? Sir, yes, sir. Bullshit. I can't hear you. Sound off like you got a pair. If you ladies leave my island, if you survive recruit training, you will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are pukes. You are the lowest form of life on earth. You are not even human f***ing beings. You are nothing but unorganized, grabstick pieces of amphibian because I am hard, you will not like me. But the more you hate me, the more you will learn. I am hard, but I am fair. There is no racial bigotry here. I do not look down on <laughs> Here you are all equally worthless. And my orders are to weed out all non-hackers who do not pack the gear to serve in my beloved car. Do you maggots understand that? Sir, yes, sir. Bullshit, I can't hear you. Sir, yes, well, you can see that some of the members of the council were taken aback. But with luck and plenty of therapy, little Timmy Thompson's childhood behavior will make way for the real man inside. And the mayor has full confidence in his new doctor, Dr. Bruce Banner. After all, look what he did for Charlie Sheen. And now you know the rest of the story was entitled to the bacon. Now, you know the rest of the story. Yes, it's only the Kimmer, 1211 on News Radio 1067, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Stephen King is taking on the governor of Maine. Germans are looking for a brothel tester. <laughs> and have you seen <laughs> and have you seen the five-year-old girl from Colombia giving beauty tips on the internet she's five 
a little creepy. All right, it's uh, 12 12. You killed a hooker. Call girls. No, she was a, Cyril. A call... When they're dead, they're just hookers. The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Hey, baby, this is Dick Vitale, and now here's your host, a man whose NCAA brackets are still alive, which is a lot more than you can say for his career. Yeah, I've heard something, baby. Here he is, Kim Peterson. Thank you. Oh, my God. 12-18, and it's only the Kimmer. Yeah, this was the day. In 1985, singer Billy Joel... And uh, model Christy Brinkley got married in New York City in 1985. They got divorced, of course, after he started cheating on her. And then she cheated on him to get back at him and then uh, started taking helicopter trips with her ski bum lover. And then, uh, ugly, ugly. Anyway, Billy Joel wrote this song, Uptown Girl, for and about Christy Brinkley. Because he was kind of an inner city kid with a, you know, pack of luckies rolled up in his T-shirt sleeve and uh, his old man's Trojans in the back pocket. And uh, Christy Brinkley was the uh, perfect model, white bread, blue-eyed blonde, and Uptown Girls just for her. Couple of birthdays. Actress Marin Hinkle from Two and a Half Men is forty-nine. Is she the mother? Is she that big, horrible mom-like? I, I can't watch that show. I, 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 Two and a Half Men is one of the worst shows ever on television, and it's always number one. So I'm clearly the only person in America who thinks it stinks. I've never had a single laugh ever. That no, was the divorced wife. Of the oh, she's cute. Of uh, the other guy, yeah, I got you. All right, uh, she's forty nine. Uh, Marin Hinkle or Marin, I'm not sure. Also, uh, Carrie Russell from the Americans, which is on on Wednesday nights. Carrie Russell, also from Felicity, is thirty nine today. I look out. It's only me. Twelve nineteen. It's only the Kimmer News Radio one zero six seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Newsmaker lines coming up. Sponsored by the Sighting Doctor. Doctor. Also, this was the day Patrick Henry made his famous speech, and we'll. Uh, I'm, I'm going to read you just a few lines of that, just to just to listen to the, just to listen to the words. I mean, it's uh, it's astounding how much more beautifully and fluently and grammatically. Stunning the language was in this country in the 1770s and 80s, and and and, and for a hundred years during the Civil War. I used to read the Civil War letters; were beautiful, you know. Uh, and as I uh, lay with my uh, my fainting, beating heart, I will think of you. And if as you're laying in bed sleeping, may the thoughts of my last breath whisper across your face in a loving embrace from the angels watching over me now. Stuff, I mean, unbelievable. These guys are, you know, leather tanners and mule skinners <laughs> speaking like this. I mean, unbelievable. Anyway, just, I'm just, so it's just, I uh, just point well, it's these like things It's like they out. say in Deadwood, the only two books they had was basically Shakespeare and the Bible. There you are. So, so, and Shakespeare could cuss up a storm using no thou verily and uh, say unto thee, pally boy. Anyway, 12 to, hey, there's a the newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Everybody, good afternoon. Hello, who is this? <laughs> hey, it's Charlton Heston. Mr. Heston, you're well, not going to no. believe it. I actually heard the first three minutes of the camera show. No, no dropout yet. <laughs> it's early yet. Yeah. <laughs> 
Can you, you believe that Tom Cruise is running for president? When did he become a Republican well, anyway? No, sir. I guess there's one more room for another log in the log cabin over there with Lindsey Graham and Ralph Reed and the whole bunch. No, it's not. You think that, you think that Tom Cruise can convince Nicole Kidman or Katie Holmes to become his fake wife again if he's going to no, run sir. for president? Not, you know, no, you, sir. Played around those kids who aren't his. I mean, it worked for Putty Tat pretty well for two elections, well, don't you think? It's a wonderful idea, sir, but it's not. It, was, it wasn't Tom Cruise. It was not, it's not Tom Who the hell is it? <laughs> it's Ted Cruz, sir, the senator. Why didn't you stop me, for God's sake? <laughs> I'm making an idiot of myself. Well, no, sir, it was just so enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Tom Cruise, for him, a few good men is always much more than a movie. <laughs> and a man, which is more than a meal, too. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Don't make me laugh. I'm Sorry. not feeling well. <laughs> well, how about this mayor, Tim Thompson of oh, Stockbridge, yeah. Georgia? Yeah. Isn't yes, he wild? Isn't he something? Isn't he something? <laughs> I mean, this guy's got a temper on him, Mr. Heston. Yes, sir. Not only does he give you the key to the city, he tells you where you can stick it. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard sideways at a presentation of a key to the city before in my life. Oh, Stockbridge Mayor Tim Thompson, we should not be joking about this. It's like the Rock 100 Morning Show. It's no laughing matter, man. Tim Thompson is going to have to undergo anger management anger training. Management training. After complaints filed by Mayor Pro Temp Alfonso Thomas, Councilwoman Lakeisha Gant, and Dexter King. Dexter King? Well, they don't like the way he gets worked up. <laughs> if it had been roofed up or relaxed up or napped up, it would have been... Napped up. <laughs> with it. Oh, one more thing. Yes, Did sir. I tell you over the weekend I was reading about the Kimmer's final wife? No, I didn't hear it. I didn't well, hear. I was on Google and I typed in fun things to do in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> That's a misprinter. Her name was the first thing that popped up. I think. <laughs> She's offering guided tours of the city. I hope that's the reason. Apparently so. <laughs> Give the phrase around the French Quarter a whole new meaning. <laughs> they're going to get geographical on me. <laughs> you see, if you got, hadn't gotten worked up, worked that was up the part they didn't like. Loved up would be different. <laughs> Thank you so much. Snoozed up, you know. <laughs> Couched up would have been all right. Couched up is a good one. <laughs> Hammocked up. <laughs> hey, Joe, look out. Mercy. Look out. <laughs> it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. Oh, by the way, I'm, I gotta, I'm gonna take Brett here in just a second. I, I noticed on HBO over the weekend, I think it was Sunday, they had a marathon of uh, Game of Thrones. And since I came in late to it, I missed, I, I think I saw like one episode of the first year, and then I missed the whole second year and third. And so I'm trying, so I taped them all, I DVR'd them all, and uh, it started from the first episode of season one, and I, I think they'll probably do it every Sunday, have a marathon. If, you're, if you want to catch up on Game of Thrones, it's an opportunity to do it. All right. Uh, 844-404-1067, uh, 1225. Here's Brett, the truck driver on News Radio 106.7. How's it going, Brett? How's it going, Cameron? Good. Hell, welcome aboard, sir. Happy Monday. Hey, yeah, happy Monday to you. I'm glad you you guys got your transmitter fixed. You, oh, you, yeah. You get, uh, you get that little squirrel some more nuts. Priority number one, my friend. Priority number one. Yeah, at least we can hear you now. There you go. All right, have a great weekend. Right. Hey, ho! 
<laughs> Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. I'll give you Monday. <laughs> 12.25. And if you don't mind, I'm not going to do a whole thing on this, but this is the day in 1775 Patrick Hem- Henry gave his speech to other patriots as they were trying to figure out what to do about these silly British people. I'll just read a couple of quick lines here. Listen to, listen to the words and how strongly they felt about this. Patrick Henry. These are words spoken, written, delivered in 1775. See if you know anyone who can speak this way today. There is no longer any room for hope. If we wish to be free, if we mean to preserve inviolate those inestimable privileges for which we have been so long contending, if we mean not basely to abandon the noble struggle in which we have been so long engaged, and which we have pledged ourselves never to abandon until the glorious object of our contest shall be obtained. We must fight. I repeat it, sir. We must fight. An appeal to arms and to the God of hosts is all that is left us. Notice you put the word God in there, and that is a, a frequent mention. Here's one more quickie. Sir, we are not weak if we make a proper use of those means which the God of nature hath placed in our power. The millions of people armed in the holy cause of liberty... And in such a country as that which we possess are invincible by any force which our enemy can send against us. Besides, sir, we shall not fight our battles alone. There is a just God who presides over the destinies of nations and who will raise up friends to fight our battles for us. The battle, sir, is not to the strong alone. It is to the vigilant, the active, the brave. It is in vain, sir, to extenuate the matter. Gentlemen may cry, peace, peace, but there is no peace. The war has begun. The next gale that sweeps from the north will bring to our ears the clash of resounding arms. Our brethren are in the field. What stand why here idle? What is it the gentlemen wish? What would they have? Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And then they shot him dead right there. <laughs> 1227 with a killer. Pete, you're killing me, man. This is Larry Flint, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. I'm not sure why. The Kimmer's so bad, hell, I got out of my wheelchair to turn off the radio. Anyway, if you can stand it, the Kimmer's on weekdays, uh, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. This is Secretary of State John (laughs) Kerry, and now here's your host, a man who has a purple heart, mainly because Humana made him wait three days to go to the cardiac unit. Here he is for the time being, Kim Peterson. Or like his wife says every night, darling, go get me another beer and a pack of Luckies. Yes, Teresa. Could I have my allowance now? <laughs> you know, we married a billionaire. The Heinz Corporation widow. Anyway, 12.36 with a Kimmer. Look out, here we go. Who's gonna tell you it's the cars, it's the cars. Yes, uh, Rick Okasik from the cars is 66 today. This is their biggest hit, and he's not it's singing. It's their only hit. <laughs> and he's not singing it. But it's their biggest hit, and he's not singing it. He's not singing it. Well, you know, as far as I know, they only, they only had one hit, and this was probably, this had to be like 1984 or something, wasn't yeah, it? Great hit. We're talking oh, it's beautiful. It's a great early song. 80s, late yeah. 70s, but early th- 80s. this is a classic. This is If you listen to classic record radio and serious whatever, this song, I mean, this is one of the classics of all time. Yeah, and Candio and all the whole bunch of things. Yeah, but, it, but this is the only one that people remember. I don't know, whatever. I, I'm no big Cars fan. I like, I like this song. Uh, Nicole Tom, the actress in The Nanny is 37 today. 
Uh, this was a day in 2011, Elizabeth Taylor died in Los Angeles at 79. And uh, let's see, a gossip columnist Perez Hilton is 37 today. <laughs> Who would have thought you could make a million-dollar living as a gossip blogger? Of course, who thought the Kardashians could make a, you know, she made $200 million. Her her app, Kim Kardashian's game app, made $200 million last year. One year. $200 million. Let's make a camera app. <laughs> oh, man. All right, we'll that 1237 on News Radio 106.7, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Braves are getting ready for opening day. Now, the Braves open the season away, but they come back opening day for home opener. The home opener Atlanta is April 10, which is a Friday, April 10th, against the Mets. I'm sorry, the Mets. Uh, they'll have Ed Rowland in the Sweet Tea Project with a 60-minute set playing music for you in the Fan Plaza. They'll sing the national anthem. Of course, Friday night, April 10th, the home opener will be a fireworks display presented by the Georgia Lottery. And they have things for the whole weekend. And, of course, on Sunday, the kids can go run the bases after the game, which is kind of cool. If you want your kids to have never run bases on a big league ballpark, they get to do it can after do the it? game. Can we? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> you get to, uh, i got to take this one around, officer, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. As long as you don't run over them while you're, you know, clearing second, <laughs> coming in spikes high at home or something might be a little <laughs> iffy. But, anyway, it's, it's a great time. And, of course, we are official FM Brave Station, too, here at 106.7. Opening night, Friday night, April 10th. Home opener, home opener against the Mets, and uh, be there, be square. Go to Braves.com, by the way, to find out more about tickets. You can still get great tickets, and by the, they have these, like, shorter packages you can get. What a great idea that is. Okay, 844-404-1067-1238. Ted Cruz is running. Ted Cruz is the first Republican, and he is making a deliberate, specific effort to appeal to the Christian block of right-wing voters and there are some who are saying, well, this uh, this could backfire until you realize that, according to Ted Cruz, I think he said something like, I forgot what the percentage is, most evangelical Christians do not vote. Or at least in the last couple of elections, he said most registered evangelical type right-wing Christian folks didn't vote. And he's hoping to get, if they all vote, he believes he can win. But we'll see. And he chose, and for God's sakes, he went to Liberty University in Lynchburg. Well, not for God's sake. I just say, I suppose. Well, God. You know, for God's sake, also, if you know one of the other. <laughs> sorry, God, I was talking about Ted Cruz. <laughs> What's this about Ted Cruz? No, sorry. <laughs> Don't stand too close to the camera. Uh, anyway, he was at the Christian College, founded by Jerry Falwell, instead of at his home state of Texas. So, I mean, talk about an amazing point. Anyway, so Ted Cruz is running. What do you think? And by the way, he was born in Canada. And people, everybody is saying that he has a birth certificate, which his mother is an American citizen born in Delaware. And so Ted Cruz is an American citizen, even though his father is Cuban, and uh, that he was born in Canada. He was in Calgary. His parents worked in the oil industry when his mom gave birth to Ted Cruz. But he is a naturalized American, and he is called a natural-born citizen. But he wasn't born in America. And doesn't the Constitution clearly say? Well, it's, uh, the Constitution says natural-born citizen, but there's a debate. What does that mean? Natural-born citizen, I assume it meant that you had to be born in the country of origin. 
He, he is automatically a Canadian citizen, but he says he's going to renounce the Canadian citizenship, although I don't think he's ever done it. But he said he will renounce his Canadian citizenship because he, he's an American. But I still think there, I think there's an issue. Has this been settled? I guess this hasn't been settled in the Supreme Court. I can't believe they haven't charged or gone against Obama trying to prove that whole thing. Anyway, he was born in Canada, but he can run for president. Uh, and uh, I think, wasn't John McCain born in Panama Panama or something, too? So anyway. Panama. Panama. <laughs> we, we had a guy who used to work with Dennis, sincerely Dennis, Dennis O'Hare, one of our news guys. And, and he was... He, he, <laughs> God bless him. No, no, he was a great guy. But he was, he was a strange fellow, but a great guy. But he would uh, he he was something of a linguist or yep. considered himself a linguist, and uh, and he would say you know Luis Francisco Franco you know something like that and then he was said um, uh, dictator Emmanuel Noriega in Panama was today arrested for the <laughs> you go Panama <laughs> and we don't say Dennis it's Panama everybody says Panama start saying Panama well it's pronounced Panama. <laughs> so we used to ra- that's why I called him Sincerely Dennis because he was very sincere about everything alright anyway it's, it's only the camera 1242 Newsbreaker Line's coming up sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor also we'll talk about ISIS hacking to assassinate military men Yemen falling apart British students are banned from watching the eclipse because it might offend Muslims <laughs> oh yeah that's coming up. 1242, though. Also, the one remaining person who could fly us back to Earth. A black astronaut, Cyril. That's like killing a unicorn. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. All right, look out now. Here we go. This is District Attorney Adam <laughs> Schiff Adam from Schiff. Law and Order. Yes, sir. And this portion of our show is brought to you by The Good Wife. Oh, The Good Wife. Proving you don't need any qualifications these days to become state's attorney. <laughs> and if you don't believe me, just look at Fulton County DA Paul Curley Howard. How did that Ray Lewis trial work out for you? And now here's your host for the time being, Kim Peterson. Thank you. Take the plea. You have no case. 1248. And it's only the giver. Look out. News Radio 1067. Happy Monday! Pretty woman <laughs> walking down the street. The day was this day in 1990. <laughs> March 23rd. I... <laughs> the romantic comedy Pretty Woman, starring Richard Gere and Julia Roberts, was released by Buena Vista Pictures. Mercy. 1990. Mercy! <laughs> Couple of the birthdays, actress Hope Davis, 51 today. Uh, the cutish Michelle Monaghan, 39. And this was a day in 1806. Explorers Meriwether Lewis and William Clark, having reached the Pacific Coast, began their journey back east, 1806. Lewis and Clark expedition. All right, here we go, 1249. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. A couple of crime things in the news that you may not have heard. I This is fairly new to me, that Scott Peterson, remember that case? John Boy, you know this game named Scott Peterson, right? And oh, yeah. uh, Lacey, this, well, Scott Peterson has been on death row. Do you believe, believe how long ago this happened? Uh, Scott Peterson, who a, a reporter just went to meet him, and she says he's a buff-looking young man, no shirt on. He was playing basketball, looked like a bunch of college athletes on a neighborhood court playing basketball. He's living the life of Riley. 
but it was 2002 when he reported his wife Lacey missing. She was pregnant at the time. Uh, then a fetus washed ashore near San Francisco, and the next day a torso of Lacey washed ashore. In 2005, Scott Peterson was sentenced to death. He has shown no remorse, taken no responsibility, and he's having a ball in prison on death row. They don't know why he gets to play basketball. He apparently uh, has his own rooftop basketball half court. He lives in a private cell in an exclusive area of the prison. He socializes with other prisoners, which are all privileges not given to other death row inmates. I don't know how he got it. How, how, did, how is he able to do this? I mean, look, I mean, he's, 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 he's having fun. You know, I mean, he's he's not being gang raped and he's playing basketball and having a little fun every day. So that sounds pretty interesting to me. I don't know. <laughs> not too mean. You know, get three squares hot in a cot, you know. Hey, uh, 1251. Hey, wait a minute. There's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old uh, newsbreaker line there. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Hank Hill calling hey, from Mr. Strickland Propane. Mr. Hill, how are you, sir? What's all this talk about Ted Cruz, Kimmer? Yes, sir. I should like him since he's from Texas. Yes, sir. Texas. But they're touting him as the anti-Bush candidate. <laughs> now, I thought that would be Senator Lindsey Graham. <laughs> no, 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 Anti-Jeb Bush and George Bush. Oh, a, the Bush family. The family tree was kind of a... Different. Meanwhile, I heard the Georgia Department of Transportation is going to spend millions of dollars yeah, yeah. to remove 2,000 faulty guardrails. Guardrails. Why don't they just close the interstates, give Councilwoman Cleta Winslow a truck, a bottle of Mad Dog, and turn her <laughs> Problem solved. They should listen to me, hey, Kel. how much fun that would be, too. Thank you, Mr. Helper. Thank I'm Hank Hill. <laughs> well, apparently, from all reports, yes, this Stockbridge mayor, Tim Thompson, has yeah. an incredibly short fuse. Fuse, short fuse. I bet that doesn't make Mrs. Thompson very happy, <laughs> you know. I think, what they... <laughs> I think they were talking about his temper, sir. As a matter of fact, she's written a new book. Oh, a new book? It's called Men Are From Mars, My Husband's a Piece of Work. <laughs> <laughs> I bailed out on that one at you the last minute. bailed a little there for a second. <laughs> Mayor Pro Temp Alfonso Thomas and yeah. Councilwoman Lakeisha Gant yeah. are really furious, and they object to the mayor's behavior, Kimmer. Well, apparently a lot of effort goes into those outbursts. You know, he expends a lot of energy. You know, <laughs> that would make one of their supporters need to take a nap or anything, you know. <laughs> might wake them up from what they're doing. Not that I hate you would ever overgeneralize. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you see where a French electrician has been accused yeah. of stealing 207 Picasso paintings yeah. worth $150 million, yeah, Kimmer? $150 million. Like I was telling my wife, Peggy, the other night, I never really got Pablo Picasso. Well, what do you mean, sir? Well, his paintings always kind of reminded me of a scrambled porno movie. What, oh, scrambled porno we movie? We got the right leg in the top left corner, the left eyes <laughs> on the bottom. And... <laughs> How the hell did that breast get in the corner of the screen? <laughs> See, I... Some kind of psychedelic twister or something. I don't know. Hey, folks, here's a guy that's watched a lot of scrambled porn. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Great to be on the show. Thank you you, know, they, you just put her in the truck and give her a little hoot <laughs> today. Wouldn't even need to take those guardrails out. Going to town, baby. <laughs> I'm thinking for the state here. You are, and we appreciate it very much. Hank Hill, right here. Look at her. Look out! Yeah, that's true about uh, Picasso's electrician. A French court has convicted a retired electrician and his wife. 
who used to work for Picasso when he was alive in uh, France. And apparently this electrician claims that Picasso gave him 271 Picasso paintings. He gave them to him as, you know, hey, you're doing a great job here. Have a couple of Picassos. (laughs) Well, uh, he says the uh, paintings and drawings and lithographs and collages uh, were around 1970 when he worked for Picasso. Uh, the family says Picasso never gave him that stuff. They give the, the the court gave the electrician a two-year suspended sentence, and he, but the electrician accused shady art dealers of trying to profit from the long secret artworks. But he had two hundred seventy-one of them, which were worth up to a hundred and fifty million dollars. And the courts ruled, and he didn't give those to you. Don't you think he would have gotten a note or something? I mean, if you're, Picasso was going to give you some art, especially 271 items, wouldn't you get some kind of a letter saying you can have these? Or Have you seen how expensive electrician's fees are these well, days? Well, there you go. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Picasso was trying to keep him happy. Jeez, I don't know. This is a little weird to me. All right, anyway, it's on the camera. And also, um, I almost hate bringing up this story, but I think we perhaps need to. Philadelphia... Three young black teenagers got bored playing basketball, looked for somebody to rob. They saw one guy with a great big dog. They didn't ride him, uh, rob him, so they picked on 51-year-old James Patrick Stolman, walking his little bitty dog. He usually takes his 13-year-old daughter with him to walk at night in Philadelphia. But this was kind of late, kind of dark. He said, sweetie, why don't you stay home? I really don't, th- I think, I don't think it's quite safe. Son of a gun, he's walking his dog. The three young teenagers, 14 and 15 years old, Walked up to him, robbed him, shot him in the leg, and he said, please don't shoot, don't shoot. We don't think he said, hands up, don't shoot, but he said, don't shoot, don't shoot. And they shot him again anyway and killed him. When the police got there and turned his body over, they discovered his little terrier dog whimpering, sniffing, and pawing, trying to breathe life back into his master. They're on the sidewalk bleeding to death in Philadelphia because three young teenagers, 14 and 15 years old, got bored and wanted to rob somebody. He pleaded, don't shoot, don't shoot, don't shoot. And they killed him anyway. Don't shoot. But, you know, it's all good. How how unusual. Uh, 12.57, it's only the Kimmer on News Radio 106.7. This is John Lovitz, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Congratulations. You're our one millionth, uh, ten thousandth, uh, second listener. Yeah, that's it. That's a ticket. Anyway, the camera is on Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. The psychiatrist said he was tired of Kimmer's issues, well, so Kimmer canceled his subscriptions. Credit <laughs> issues, subscriptions, issues, the Kimmer yeah, Show thank you. on News Radio so 106.7. Issues and <clears throat> yes, 105 now. 1991, Elton John and George Michael duet. Don't let your uh, George Michael duet. Don't let the sun go down on me. In 1991. I can't lie. Actress Amanda Plummer's 58. In case you didn't know that, eh? <laughs> and this was the day in 1983. President Ronald Reagan proposed developing technology 
to intercept incoming enemy missiles, an idea that became known as the Strategic Defense Initiative, otherwise known as Star Wars. <laughs> Ronald Reagan, 1983. All right, I got it. It's only me, 106 on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. And, uh, oh, oh, sweetness bell. All right, sweetness bell. All right, let's do this. Let's let's show the good side. No, let's show how people can be misunderstood sometimes. And, in fact, uh, we have a, a story of a local mayor now down in Stockbridge, a Mayor Tim Thompson, who has uh, been showing some examples of erratic behavior exhibited by the mayor, uh, clearly evident during a council hearing just last week. But I'm going to play you now to put in context, see if we, maybe he was misunderstood. Council meeting last week, seemingly innocent question and answer period. One of the councilmen simply wanted to know if the mayor would follow the official Roberts rules of order. And here is a response from Mayor Tim Thompson. You don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. We use these words as the backbone of a life spent defending something. Well, they were just asking You'd use if them you as a punchline. Do the world's I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. I would rather you Mayor. just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Well, now, see, again, they were just asking if you wanted to follow the Robert's Rules of Order. He kind of, you can see that, you know, if you, if you put yourself in his shoes, uh, he might have thought that he was being challenged, uh, his veritable manhood. Uh, so I think this is uh, something we need to... Bodily, bodily precious fluids. bodily fluids. <laughs> I will no longer... <laughs> Mandrake. <laughs> All right, look out. 108. It's only the camera on News Radio 1067. 844 404 844-404-1067. Well, uh, Yemen's about to blow up into a civil war. We pulled all of our troops out. ISIS is making inroads. And uh, now we have a presidential candidate ready to run on the Republican Party, and it's Ted Cruz. God's blessing has been on America from the very beginning of this nation. And I believe God isn't done with America yet. Yeah, and there's even more. There are people who wonder if faith is real. I can tell you, in my family, there's not a second of doubt. Because were it not for the transformative love of Jesus Christ... I would have been saved, wow. and I would have been raised by a single mom without my father in the household. Now, I don't, I don't know what he means by that. If it weren't for God, he would have been raised by a single mother. Did God not let his parents break up? I mean, is there a story there I don't know? I mean, he put, brought them together. I mean, I mean, the hand of God. The hand of God. I mean, I, I don't, honestly, I'm not being facetious. I don't know what he meant by that. He said, if it hadn't been for Jesus Christ, I would have been raised by a single mother so I, I, but I don't know what that refers to. I mean, there must be a story there. What does that mean? Anyway, my, my reason I played those two sound bites. Well, and thank you, Hangman, for getting those off of his uh, speech this morning. Uh, you're going to be hearing, you know, God and Jesus and religion as a huge factor in the Ted Cruz campaign. So I'm wondering whether you think is anyone going to try to match him? 
I think they're going to have to say, okay, he's got he's got the God portion. We we better talk politics and leave leave uh, you know the Holy Ghost out of this thing here. So I'm just I don't know. You think it's I, I don't I can't. And by the way, somebody please, there must be some answer to this. I swear to God, he looks like he wears eyeliner. I mean, he, I, I can't get over it. I look at him and I see his eye. His it looks like he has eyeliner. It looks like he got that like eyeliner tattoo that girls do, so they don't have to keep putting on makeup. They get actually, you know, they get tattoos. Yeah. Did you know that? Women t- tattoo eyeliner, so they don't have to fool with it all the time. I think he's wearing. I think he wears. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. I mean, I, I, but anyway, I wonder whether the God thing is going to be is going to be. Well, I mean, on the other hand, you know, when I was in television, I had to wear it. I didn't wear eyeliner, but oh, you have to wear makeup. Oh, you God, you have to wear makeup on TV. Oh, oh, are you kidding? Oh, man. When I was, oh, oh, God. You, you, you use base, you pancake, you use base, and then you take a little red lipstick, and you take a little dot on each cheekbone, and then rub it in slowly so you have a small reddish glow of your cheeks. And then a little powder and a little stuff on your eyebrow. Oh, we had to. Yeah, they make you. You can't, they won't let you on it without it. It, no, it's gross. And, and, and when I was doing Channel 5 weather, I used to do, you know, do, do the 5, 6, or it was 5 and 11 o'clock weather. And so by, when the weather was over, when the news was over 1130, I used to go out to dinner uh, at Sunday nights to go out to get a steak or something, go home at 1 o'clock and get up at 10 after 2 to go back to work in, in radio the next morning. But the problem was getting the makeup off. Oh, it was horrible. I, all my white shirts had stains because you couldn't get the makeup off. And it dri- oh, it was horrible. <laughs> I hated it. All right, hold on. Here's uh, one eleven. Maybe uh, Steve can tell us what Tez, Ted Cruz meant about uh, saving his parents' marriage or something. Hey, Steve, welcome, sir. Can you help us out here? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, if you listen to the whole speech, which I caught most of uh, what he said, he was talking about his parents and uh, how important uh, religion had played a part in his life. And it really was a moving speech if you listen to it. It's, uh, he's a pretty straight-up guy. But what, what was really it is. that God did for his – did they save his marriage? Or, I mean, what, yeah, what was they, the issue? It, it's his father was uh, uh, basically uh, uh, involved with a lot of alcohol, and his mom was doing some drinking, and he left and moved from Canada back to Texas, and he ran into a minister there who saved him, and then uh, he got back on a plane, went back up to Canada, put his family back together, did the right thing, went back to Texas, and went to work. Wow. I mean, well, that's just, a great it story. A great story. Yeah, it that, really is. I didn't hear it all, obviously, working trying to get the show ready, but that sounds like a really cool, pretty cool story, actually. Yeah, cool. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. One twelve now. I'll let you know if I need a hybrid pig boy. I don't have one of those. <laughs> oink, oink. That'll do, Piggly. But first, That'll you're having a die. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. This is Raymond Burr. <laughs> now here's your host who wants to know, is it wrong for a man to ask another man to point and shoot, even when neither of them are photographers? No, I don't think so. You know, iPhone and all. Here he is, Kim Peterson. Oh, look out. 118 on News Radio 1067. The date was 1993, and this is Willie Nelson. Across the Borderline was Willie's 35th album for Columbia Records, released on this day in 1993. He refused to sing for this album. It was mostly just stupid instrumentals. Going on for a long, long time. Kimmer trying to introduce the stinking records. Thank you. We're shining like a night. 
Mama's don't let your baby cry. I am following the river. Down the highway through the cradle of the Civil War. 1956, Pakistan became an Islamic Republic. And for a little historical reference, media-wise, the radio program Truth or Consequences. First on the radio, there was no TV when this aired in 1940. The first broadcast over four CBS radio stations in New England in 1940, Truth or Consequences, hosted by Ralph Edwards, was the first network syndicated type program. Came a television show much, much later. All right, look out. It's uh, 119 on News Radio 106. Going to Graceland. Here we go. 844 404 1067. 844 1067. Also, I don't know if you heard about this. In Britain, there's a primary school in Southall, London. A primary school being what we would call, I guess, an elementary school. And some parents at the North Primary School in Southall, London are outraged by a decision to ban the students from looking at the recent solar eclipse. They spent hours preparing in class, making up their pinhole cameras, talking about the eclipse, what it meant, and then they got a demand from the principal's office saying, no, we cannot allow you to look at the eclipse because it would offend the overwhelmingly large Muslim population at our school. Apparently, there is some sort of a religious, cultural effect for watching the sun, solar eclipse. Yeah, it's called the 5th century. Yeah, it's called, uh, oh my God, the sun is going away, we're going to die. (laughs) Jesus, I mean, are are you serious? They were afraid of offending some Muslim students for their, you know, thoughts about solar eclipses so that British students couldn't watch the solar eclipse? Well, hey, didn't that new guy over there, the mom, say that the, it revolves around us now? Yeah, well, I think so, that's the reason. Yeah. It was fairly recent where one of the imams, I forgot, Saudi, I, Arabia. Saudi Arabia, I think. Yeah. Uh, Saudi Arabia imam, a leader, a Muslim leader, said that it was about time to start teaching that, uh, you know, the sun revolves around us now. Well, <laughs> <Saudi>. <laughs> oh, my God. I it was you. Well, it was Saudi. <laughs> that's what my mother says, sure. <laughs> my mother said the sun revolved around me, you know. <laughs> Well, I was a favorite, so I mean, with I think we all knew that. So, anyway, <laughs> well, it's true. I can't help it, and I'm not taking it back. All right, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. The Supreme Court of the United States is going to hear arguments on whether the state of Texas has a right to ban you from getting a specially licensed plate with a Confederate battle flag on it. The Sons of Confederate Veterans want the State Motor Vehicles Board in Texas to let them have a specially licensed plate prominently displaying the rebel flag what we call the rebel flag, the battle flag. And uh, the the, uh, state of Texas says, no, 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 it's offensive. It makes people upset. It's going to lead to fights and problems, and you shouldn't have to make the state do it. Uh, And on the other hand, the state is also saying, this is not affecting your freedom of speech. The the sons of Confederate veterans are claiming that it's a violation of their free speech to have that on their license plate. But the state's saying, wait a minute, you can put it on your car. You can go get a sticker, go get a banner, says you get the rebel flag. You can have the damn flag on your car. The state of Texas says you can put rebel flags anywhere you want, but don't make us have it as part of a license plate. Well, it's gone all the way to the Supreme Court. <laughs> and I think they're probably, I, I don't think, I think Texas is going to win just because they're not saying they can't put the rebel flag on their car. They don't, just don't want it as a license plate. <laughs> oh, and by the way, in case there was any doubt, this global warming thing is a crock. Even the guy who founded Greenpeace, Dr. Patrick Moore, 
an international environmentalist for more than 40 years, uh, was speaking to an international conference on climate change a few months ago when he said, I'm skeptical that humans are the cause of climate change. It'll be catastrophic in the near future. He says there's no scientific proof of any of that. And yet we're told the debate is over. Science is settled. He says, baloney. The earth has been warming for 300 years. Uh, Long before heavy fossil fuels, before the Little Ice Age, during the medieval warm period, Vikings colonized Greenland and Newfoundland because it was warm there back then. Uh, He said the idea would be it would be catastrophic if carbon dioxide were to increase and average global temperature would arise a few degrees is preposterous. He says baloney that we're doomed unless we reduce carbon dioxide emissions to zero. He says that means either reducing the population to zero, which basically means getting rid of all the people, or going back 10,000 years to live the way they did 10,000 years ago. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. There's a newsbreaker line. Let's use the old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Kimmer. <laughs> it just smells. <laughs> it's easy to thrive when you're still alive and you've made the sweet 16. But enough about Bill Clinton and his pedophilia buddies that's never been written about in the AJC. <laughs> <laughs> Judge. Judge Smales, how's it going, sir? Well, you know, I've sent women thinner than Kelly, Renee, Gis, and Dana to the slaughterhouse. <laughs> I didn't want to. I felt I owed it to the pork industry. Judge <laughs> <laughs> Smales. Very touching story, Mrs. Smales, and I were moved. Yes. How Ted Cruz was able to intervene and end his mother's drinking problem. And his drinking, her drinking. As opposed to Judy Garland, who started drinking even more to wash down the second all the first time she laid eyes on Liza Minnelli. <laughs> Poor Liza's back in rehab. Yeah, she's reeking. Doctors have concluded the best way to keep her clean and sober is to hide all the mirrors. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Liza Minnelli lately, Kimmer? Lately, yeah. Oh, Delta charged her next to $30 for the bags under her eyes. Well, I've been reading about this uh, Stockbridge mayor, Tim Thompson. Thompson yeah. I hear the guy can be pretty crabby at times. Crabby, crabby. Not Madonna crabby. There's shots you can get for that. I've <laughs> <laughs> got ointment for Madonna type of crab. It's a long and bumpy road. Thank you. <laughs> mayor Thompson once got into an argument with Henry County Sheriff Victor Hill. Oh, he did? And Victor became so enraged, he threatened to reach up and punch Mayor Thompson in the knee. <laughs> <laughs> they did a TV movie about Victor Hill. Do you remember that? What was the movie again? I... Walking Small. <laughs> no, that wasn't. <laughs> Sir, the man is <laughs> law, man. I... Oh, I'm sorry. Victor Hill was found not guilty. Yeah, not guilty okay. on 37 felony corruption counts. 37? Yeah, the same way Burl Ellis and O.J. were found not guilty. <laughs> I... When the verdict is announced, the Pointer Sisters were so excited and they couldn't hide it. <laughs> Great to be on the show. Thank you so much. Forward all of those complaints to Kim Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> the Kimmer. <laughs> That's right. News Radio 106. Uh, no, it's 125. I should be safe. You're not up yet. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. A crack of three or something. Thank you, Judge. Hey, Whitey, where's your hat? That's uh, only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. 844 Very nice to have you board for this goofy Monday. Coming up, more news break line sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Also, uh, the uh, five-year-old Blutie, uh, Blutie, beauty <laughs> blogger. <laughs> uh, 
And the uh, machete attack at the airport in New Orleans. All standing by on News Radio 1067. News Nugget, this is Herman Kane, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson show. The Kim is a great guy. He helped me find a girl Friday and a couple more for the weekend. The Kim is on weekdays, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. This is your formerly alive announcer, Don Porto. And you're listening to the show that people tune into every day just to see what new technical problems they're having. And now, if you can hear him, here's your host, <laughs> Kim Peterson. Thank you. Oh, my God. Ironically, our stream broadcast is down. <laughs> Sorry. Everybody be yeah, the stream, the uh, the uh, computer stream listening device is uh, a little mingadamanga there for some reason. So they're working on it. They're working on it. That's all right. It's only me. It's only the camera. 135. The Beach Boys released their single, Surfing USA, on this day in 1963. Mercy! <laughs> yeah, a little beach music. Oh, my God. It's only me, 135 on News Radio 1067. Oh, man, have you seen... No, all right, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to point out a piece of video for you to watch on your computer. And I hope you don't leave the Kimmer program. Do this at your leisure another time. I hope you keep listening to the program. I'm not urging you to leave and go listen to your computer. But uh, Pete got this on his website and asked if I wanted to put it on Kimmer Show Facebook page. But I thought better of it because it's very, very crude. But is one of the most powerful, funny, and yet cogent commentation commentaries you'll ever hear from anybody including this street guy this the website i guess it's a website worldstarhiphop.com world now before you tune in this is dirt it's it's filled with horrible language i mean every other word is the bad one every other word is the double bad one and they use the n-word and the every word you can think of is in there so this is not for the uh, uninitiated this is not for the faint of heart uh, it's brutal, but it's hysterical, but it's extremely poignant. It makes the point of a grown-up black man who is sick and tired of gangbanger-looking punks who happen to be from the same race. And if you want to hear what this guy says about punks like that, look it up. But again, it's crude. It's it's really raw language. And filled with the N-word and the, uh, you know, the hyphenated words and, uh, you know, like uh, describing your family tree and various things there. Again, it's uh, it's called DeLorean's Video, and it's on worldstarhiphop.com. Worldstarhiphop.com, DeLorean's Video. But don't look this up if you're going to be offended by bad language because it's filled. It's all it is is bad language. There's a forward But it's by, a uh, point. Franklin Graham does the forward Fra- for the, Reverend Billy Graham's son. I, <laughs> I'm not quite sure that's the truth, but... <laughs> anyway, World War Hip World Star Hip Hop World War World Star Hip Hop dot com DeLorean's video, and again, it's crude and and uh, but it's I mean you can't help but say hey, good for you, pal. I'd like to I, I'd like to live next door to this guy. I mean he he'd be a he'd be a great neighbor and a great someone I'd like my kids to spend time with, and uh, and he's a powerful bad mouth black guy. But you know what? He sounds like an American to me. 
he's fed up with some of the crap behavior going on in our country. So good for him. And again, just <laughs> worldstarhiphop.com. But again, don't look at it if, you, if you're going to get easily offended, because you will be without question. During World War II, Irina, her full name is Irina Sendler. Irina got permission to work in the Warsaw Ghetto, World War II, as a plumbing sewer specialist. She had an ulterior motive. Irina smuggled Jewish babies out of the bad areas in the bottom of her toolbox. She carried a burlap sack in the back of her truck to sneak out larger children away from the Nazis. Irina kept a dog in the back that she trained to bark when Nazi soldiers let her in and out of the ghetto. The soldiers, of course, wanted nothing to do with the dog, and the barking covered the children's and babies' noises. During the time she was doing this in World War II, Irina managed to smuggle out and save 2,500 children and babies. Ultimately, she was caught. The Nazis broke both of her legs, broke both of her arms, beat her severely. She had kept a record of the names of all the kids she had smuggled out in a glass jar that she buried under a tree in her backyard. After the war, she tried to locate any of the parents who may have survived and tried to reunite the families. Most of them had been gassed, but the kids she helped get out were put into foster homes or adopted. That was Irina in World War II. In 2007, Irina was put up for the Nobel Peace Prize. She didn't win. You know who was selected? Al Gore, after he did a slideshow on global warming. Later, another politician, shortly thereafter, Barack Obama, won for being the first black president. It is now more than 65 years since the Second World War ended. The emails being sent as a memorial chain in memory of the millions and millions of Jews and Russians and Christians and priests and others who were massacred by the Germans. And now more than ever with Iran and others claiming the Holocaust is a myth, we have to make sure the world doesn't forget. So they're trying to get this link of a chain email sent to 40 million people around the world, whatever your faith or creed in the name of humanity, to... Uh, Kind of set the record straight, if you don't mind. Irina Sendler was put up for the Nobel Peace Prize in 2007, but they gave it to Al Gore. She died the next year at the age of 98 after saving 2,500 babies and little children from the Nazis in her toolkit. Uh, 141 of the camera News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. Oh, did you see any of the golf term over the weekend? Yeah. Arnold Palmer yeah. looks like he's. Oh, I felt so bad. I mean, he's he's starting. You know, you get he's starting to look old. He's starting to he's he's eighty eight or seven or four or five. He's in his eighties, but uh, but he, oh man, I felt so bad. It won't be. I think we're gonna die ah, to see that. The king, the king. Anyway, uh, just another triumph for a, a, a gentleman. He, you know, one of the things he always tells golfers when they come to him for ask for advice and so forth. One of the main things he makes them do every single time. Is when you and you should do this with your children. Make sure your children know how to do this. When you shake hands, you have a firm handshake and you look the guy in the eye when you're doing it. Look, when you next time you shake hands with somebody, look at how many people don't look you in the eye when they shake your hand. You know, you'll be, you'll be amazed at how many people look kind of the side or they're not paying attention. Look somebody in the eye when you're shaking a hand. And the second thing he always tells them, all these golf pros that come up and ask for advice, when you sign an autograph, make it legible. Sign your name so they can read it. 
And Arnold Palmer's signature is clearly, it's like the old-fashioned big A-R-N. I mean, it's like, you know, like a third grader doing it the right way. And he says, always sign your name so they can read it and look somebody in the eye when you're shaking their hand. And uh, anyway, Arnold Pye, he he's, he's, won't be long now. It looks like he's really, really fading, it looks like. But uh, he's the reason I play golf. It's the reason everybody I know plays golf. 142, it's on to the Kimmer. Okay, who replaced my glasses with forks? The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Look on. Hello, my name <laughs> is Charnett <laughs> the Magnificent. And this portion of our show is brought to you by yes, a total eclipse. A total eclipse. Describe Nancy Grace mooning the sun. I can't see a thing. <laughs> and now here's your host, Charlton Heston. <laughs> it's so very close, sir. <laughs> That's right, baby. Yeah, the little blue-eyed soul brother now. Keeping it crunk. Gregory Evans, yeah. my man. Yeah, baby. What it is. All right, Holmes. I've been watching you. The date. March 23, 1987. The first Soul Train Music Awards held in Santa Monica, California. Gregory Abbott, best single, Shake You Down, baby. 1987. I see that look in your eyes. Comedian Marty Allen. You know who that is? Marty Allen is an old-time comedian. Was it uh, Allen and... Burns and Allen, was that it? Uh, Marty Allen is 93. He's that little short, fat guy with a a high, curly black hair. He's 93 today. Mercy. Richard Greico, the actor, I don't know who that is, is 50. Uh, Let's see. Yankee Gray country drummer Kevin Griffin is 50 today. And a singer, Damon Albar of Blur, is 47. Also, Randall Park from Fresh Off the Boat is 41. Yeah, are you still watching that show, or I kind of gave up on it? Fresh off the boat? Yeah, I kind of... I, 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 I won 50. It's on to the camera. News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. And I'm not making this up. San Diego attorney Matt McLaughlin has submitted a bill to the California Attorney General's office declaring same-sex activity as a monstrous evil that Almighty God, giver of freedom and liberty, commands us to suppress. And this attorney believes that gay people who are caught being gay should be shot in the head. Uh, He wants the law to be effective immediately and not be rendered ineffective by any court, including the Supreme Court. (laughs) He wants to shoot gay people in the head. If you're convicted of being gay, the Sodomite Suppression Act... He believes that in order to save the world so we all aren't killed by God's wrath against us for the folly of tolerating wickedness in our midst, he believes that gay people who are convicted of being gay should be executed. Oh, man. I mean, he's an attorney. Attorney in uh, San Diego. California. California, yeah. Oh, and speaking of California, you know, former Governor Moonbeam, Jerry Brown, (laughs) who's governor again, here's what he says about Ted Cruz uh, followed by John McCain talking about Ted Cruz running for president. That man betokens such a level of ignorance <laughs> and Brown. a direct 
uh, falsification of the existing scientific data. It's shocking, and I think that man has rendered himself absolutely unfit to be running for office. Here's McCain. He is a valued member of the Center Armed Services Committee. Uh, he and I are, are, are friendly, and I think he is a very viable candidate. You know, Lindsey Graham is my uh, is my uh, the one I think that knows best oh. about national security. Oh, I thought it was going to come. I thought that was. I thought that was it for a minute. And I thought for a second he was going to say Lindsey Graham is my man. One fifty two. Hey, there's the newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Are you a hypocrite, <laughs> or should you try looking in a mirror sometime before calling somebody else old? <laughs> <laughs> this is Arnold Palmer, and I'm pretty pissed off. <laughs> Sorry, Arnie. <laughs> you look like you're getting up there over the weekend on the TV time. Sorry. Yeah, you calling me old is kind of like John Boy calling your girlfriend a bow wow. Give me a break, Peterson. <laughs> I saw a recent photo of you. Yeah. It wasn't on the station website, of course, but <laughs> it was... It was on Facebook, and all I have to say is, I've seen younger faces on cash. <laughs> I look old. Give me a freaking break. Arnold? I mean, I didn't have my Harley Davidson customized by the scooter store. I mean, I may be 85, but I, Arnold Palmer, I'm not scraping by on 7% hard capacity like some other people. <laughs> Yeah, the Kimmer's the only guy I know that goes to a surgical supply store just to browse. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kimmer. I have two other words that I'd like to say. And no, no, thank one, you. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is not you. <laughs> the Kimmer ordered a three-minute egg at the Waffle House, and they made him pay in advance. <laughs> did you like the way I read that joke? I did very much, Apple. <laughs> Well, you you yes. did say one good thing, that well, I, Arnold right. Palmer, always yes. encourage pro golfers yes, sir. to look a man in the eyes when they shake his hand. Yes, sir. Yeah, do. Yeah. Justin Leonard said to me, yeah, but Arnie, but what about in the shower? It's so hard to... <laughs> you know, Justin told me after his round that he wasn't going to really get interested until they reached the Elite Eight. <laughs> And he's not following the NCAA basketball <laughs> tournament. I mean, the man has a lot of balls in the air trying to keep his card and all. <laughs> the only March Madness highlight that Justin Leonard was interested in yes, sir. was the SMU team getting hosed by the officials. <laughs> I didn't have the heart to tell the kid it was just a bad call. <laughs> I'm Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Arnie. Oh, and thank you, Kimmer. <laughs> thank you, Payne Weber and voter oil boy. Thank you so much, Arnie Pennzoil. Thank you, Arnold. Hey, I just looked up on the gay meter. Yeah. And Justin Leonard on the gaydar is a 74% gay on the gay meter. Really? Yeah. Wow, what do they have us down there? Is that uh, 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 yeah. right <laughs> just check? Just out of curiosity, not that it means anything. Uh, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Our national nightmare is over. Starbucks is stopping that stupid coffee cup thing. I mean, my God, what a bunch of hypocritic freaks. I mean, di didn't he think for a second that there was going to be reaction to this? I mean, you know, why don't you put a couple of Starbucks in Ferguson, Missouri, and Selma, Alabama, and Greenbrier Mall? I don't see a Starbucks down there, do you? No, I don't go there. God. <laughs> I mean, how would I know? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's not going to happen. Anyway, uh, it's only the, it's, uh, the by, by the way, now Starbucks, are you ready for this? Starbucks is now going to partner with police departments in New York City and San Francisco so that they can try to get people to have the cops stop beating them up or something, I guess. I mean, this is, you know, no justice, no peace. Are they beating them up? Uh, not to my knowledge. Anyway, Starbucks, just just sell the freaking coffee, will you? I mean, for guy, you know, do you have to do this to get people to pay us six dollars for a cup of coffee? I mean, it, it's it's unbelievable. Titanium, uranium doesn't cost that much. Erodium. <laughs> anyway, erodium. Hey, I barely even knew it. Oh, <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> That's what I was saying. All right, look out. It's only the camera on, eight, uh, on uh, News Radio 1067, 844 404 1067. 844 1067. Incidentally, at Georgia Tech now, they have changed some of the installations of the lofts in the bedrooms of the dorms. Uh, one Georgia Tech student, Clark Jacobs, 20 years old, fell out of his fraternity bed and almost killed himself. He crushed his skull because they've made, they make the beds in the dorms so high that when you fell, he fell out of bed and he cracked his head and almost killed him. So now they're putting baby guardrails on the beds in the dorms and fraternities. 157 on News Radio 1067. Hold on, Aaron. Be right with you. How the hell are you? It's me, Tony Soprano. And you're listening to a replay of The Kim Peterson Show, a program that's so bad, my nephew Christopher heard it and asked me to suffocate him. Anyway, The Kim is on, noon to three, weekdays on News Radio 1067. When the Kimmer starts to make sense, it's time to double your medication. The Kimmer Show on <laughs> News out. Radio 1067. Thank you so very much. There you go. Oh, yeah, here we go. Now. Stand by. Ho! Yeah! Twisted sister. We ain't gonna take it. In the news. Twisted sister singer D. Snyder. Says his heart breaks knowing he'll never feel the power of A.J. Pirro's drums again. Or see A.J. Pirro's smiling face from sheer joy. A.J. Pirro, the drummer, died of an apparent heart attack Friday while touring with Adrenaline Mob. He was 55. Uh, the band found Pirro unresponsive on the tour bus in Poughkeepsie, New York. He was famous for the scene in We're Not Gonna Take It video. This one, <laughs> in which he blasts a drum covered in glitter. Now, this uh, band is considering what to do about the Twisted Sister tour dates coming up this summer. They don't really know what to do with the death of their drummer, Piro. And I got 206. It's only the Kimmer, News Radio 1067. All right, let's get back to the phones. Here's Aaron. Thanks for holding, Aaron, on News Radio 1067. I appreciate it. How's it going, sir? Hi, Mr. Kimmer. I'm doing just fine. How are you, sir? We are doing great. Welcome aboard, and thank you for your patience. I do appreciate it. How's it going? What's up, sir? You're so welcome. I enjoy your show, especially the Newsbreak line. <laughs> well, then... what's coming up for you here in just a minute? Yes, sir. Okay, good. That's good. Look here. What I wanted to say is that you said that uh, when they put a Starbucks out there at Green Bar Mall, yeah. actually, there are a Starbucks in the Green Bar Mall area. It's on Cascade Road, and it generates quite a bit of business out there. Oh, no so kidding. Oh, yeah, it's, that, it's on Cascade Road, uh, right over 285, and that is not far from the Green Bar Mall. So it's right there in that area, that same area right there in the southwest 
area, but it's like in the Ben Hill area. Uh-huh. Green, it's like adjacent to Greenbaum Mall, so there are a Starbucks out there in that area. Well, I stand corrected. I did not know that. And you would call that, I mean, that's a black area, what you would call a black area, mostly minority areas. Isn't that fair to say? Well, repeat, could you repeat that? Uh, would you call, wouldn't, wouldn't you say that that is a, a black area or a minority majority area, if you know what I'm talking about? Wouldn't, wouldn't, yeah, yeah, fair? yeah, yeah. Of course I know what you're talking about, Mr. Kemmler. Uh, uh, so, it's a majority, it's a majority uh, black African-American area. However, um, other cultures are beginning to move into that area. Yeah, uh, gentrification. Mm-hmm. Well, Aaron, thank you. I really appreciate it. I stand corrected, and thanks for the update. There you go. All right, hold on. All right, here's, uh, uh, it's 208. In fact, I'll tell you what, let's do a newsmaker line. Uh, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. And in a moment, you're also going to hear the reasons why the mayor of Stockbridge might be a little ornery. But first, the newsmaker line. Good afternoon. Hello, who is this? <laughs> it's Charlton Heston. Mr. Heston, you're well, not going to no. believe it. I actually heard the first three minutes of the camera show. No, no dropouts yet. <laughs> it's early yet. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, you believe that Tom Cruise is running for president? When did he become a Republican <laughs> well, anyway? No, sir. I guess there's one more room for another log in the log cabin over there with Lindsey Graham and Ralph Reed and the whole bunch. No, it's not. You think that, you think that Tom Cruise can convince Nicole Kidman or Katie Holmes to become his fake wife again if he's going to run for president? Not, you know, no, sir. Play, play around those kids who aren't his. I mean, it worked for Putty Tat pretty well for two elections, well, don't you think? It's a wonderful idea, sir, but it's not it, was, it wasn't Tom Cruise. It was not, it's not Who Tom the Cruise. hell is it? <laughs> it's Ted Cruz, sir, the senator. Why didn't you stop me, for God's sake? <laughs> I'm, I'm making an idiot of myself. Well, no, sir, it was just so enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Tom Cruise, for him, a few good men is always much more than a movie. <laughs> and a man, which is more than a meal, too. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Don't make me laugh. I'm Sorry. feeling well. <laughs> Well, how about this mayor, Tim Thompson of oh, Stockbridge, yeah, Georgia? Yeah, is he yes, wild? Is he something? Is he something? <laughs> I mean, this guy's got a temper on him, Mr. Heston. Yes, sir. Not only does he give you the key to the city, he tells you where you can stick it. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard sideways at a presentation of a key to the city before in my life. Oh, Stockbridge Mayor Tim Thompson, we should not be joking about this. It's like the Rock 100 Morning Show. It's no laughing matter, man. <laughs> Tim Thompson is going to have to undergo anger management anger training. Management training. After complaints filed by Mayor Pro Temp Alfonso Thomas, Councilwoman Lakeisha Gant, and Dexter King. Dexter King? Well, they don't like the way he gets worked up. <laughs> if it had been roofed up or relaxed up or napped up, it would have been... <laughs> napped up. <laughs> with it. Oh, one more thing. Yes, Did sir. I tell you over the weekend I was reading about the Kimmer's final wife? No, I didn't hear it. Well, hear. I was on Google and I typed in fun things to do in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> That's a misprint. Her name was the first thing that popped up. I think. <laughs> She's offering guided tours of the city. I hope that's the reason. Apparently so. <laughs> Give the... hey, look out. 210, almost 211, News Radio 1067. I got another newsmaker line coming up, and also the reasons why some snarky behavior down Stockbridge Way. But first, it's Bachman on uh, uh, News Radio 1067. Welcome aboard, sir. Thanks for holding. Good afternoon to you, Mr. Kimmer, 
It's an honor. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. Y- yes, sir. This is Bachman. Bachman, uh, right? Bachman, right. Yes. Iranian, American, American, Iranian, and I'm proud of both countries. Excellent, sir. But I want to say, uh, with all the respect, yes. to those majority of people that they got stuck in the so-called Islamic country, majority of good people. First of all, I want to say, uh, do you know jihad? You heard of jihad? Oh, well, you know, we've heard of jihad, yeah. Yeah, that means fight. Yeah. And Muslims... Slaughter, butcher, book, set on fire, stuff like that. Yeah, yes, sir. In, in holy book says they have to fight yeah. always yeah. till make everybody like them. There you go. So that's contradict with the religion of peace. Right, exactly. That's one they thing. Do. Second thing is Muslim good and bad. Ah, Muslim good and bad. uh, According to what? Uh, Let's see, not a king, not a prime minister. What? No, according to the holy book. Holy book? Now, see, I was going to say Bible. Yes, you have to look at the Quran, the holy book of Islam. All right, I'll tell you what, Bachram, I'm going to put you on hold here for a second, if you don't mind, sir. We're running a little short of time here, and we'll come back and continue this uh, discussion on what the Kimmer doesn't know that's good for him. 212 now. I'd like you to keep your sniveling philosophies to yourself. Now get forward and stay away from my men. The Kimmer now, and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. All right, I got it now. Here we go. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash, (laughs) and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Tillman and Associates. Tillman and Associates, Associates, they'll laugh you out of court, because they've never won a case. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Hold everything, I got Pete coming up, it's 219. Pete, let's go quickly back to Bachman on uh, Islam and the thing here. Uh, I don't mean to rush you along, but I got uh, uh, sports coming up and more things, so I, I wanted to give you a chance to kind of finish. Finish what you want. A point you wanted to make, sir. Go right ahead. Uh, me? Who? Yes, sir. Me? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes. Good, good, and bad Muslim. We have to look at the holy book of Quran. See who is bad, who is good. Okay. According to Quran, the uh, the good one, the real one, are the one right now. They are killing people. Right. The they good ones are not killing kill- people. Yeah. They, they are they killing for Allah, and they have to be killed for Allah, like yeah. Islamic Republic. So they have to do uh, it. Let's, it's just what uh, they want to do because they have to do it. Is that what you're saying? You, uh, you can't complain yeah. about them if that's what they're supposed to do and kill the people, or you know, it's in the book. My God, right? There they you are. are. The real one. The majority right. are good people. Just got stuck between rock and rock. Between if two rocks, up, the double them. rocks, the rock, a rock yeah, and a rock. In yeah. Islam, if you want to go out, you get killed. Ooh. So there is no way. Majority yeah. are good people. The minority, the good Muslims are yeah. minority. Unfortunately, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, yeah. Islamic yeah. Republic of Iran, yeah. and anybody says different than that, please go read the book. Okay. Thank you, Bahman. I appreciate your patience and holding on. And uh, you know what the heck? We can all learn a little something, I guess, just being together. Here on News Radio 1067. Holy crap, it's Sports and Pete Davis. Your Atlanta Braves are winning right now in the bottom of the third. It's 5 nothing uh. over the Astros. Ah! Ruh-roh. We are your FM home of the Atlanta, of the Atlanta Braves. Braves. One of the number one seeds, Villanova, bounced from the NCAA tourney by NC State. Afterwards, the Wolfpack's Anthony Cat Barber. A cat, cat Barber? barber? <laughs> had a question for President Obama. Uh, send him home. Yeah, baby. 
What's the uh, blanking excuse me wrong now? with Barack Obama is wow. what he said there. Ooh, I can't breath. I can't breath. Yeah. Sorry, Cap, but the show only goes to 3 o'clock. We can't really get into all that. <laughs> and now we know why the Kansas Chicken Hawks refused to schedule the Shockers. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no play no Wichita State. No. Uh, and the WNIT, the Ole Miss girls spanked the ladies from Georgia Tech. Video at 11. Mm. Your first place Atlanta Hawks <laughs> have lost three games in a row for the first time all season after falling at home to San Antonio yesterday. Oh Break them up. The wave has crested. Just well, kidding. no, Just I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. They'll never win another game. <laughs> They're off until Wednesday in Orlando. By the uh, way, I'm watching TV on the weekend, and Ace Hardware touting its free in-store pickup. Let me get this. <laughs> Free in, in other words, you can come into our store and can, you can. Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, now, yeah. do I get to? I, I oh, bet I misunderstand. Yeah. Get, let me see what I think okay, it is. And you come go, over. You go. All right. Free, free. What's it called? Free what? Free in-store pickup. Free in-store pickup. All right. Let's say I, I want to buy something. I go to the store and I pick it up and they don't charge me. Correct. But there's even more to it. Oh, well, see, I didn't get the second part. You call the store, yeah. make sure they have it in stock, right. drive your car using your gas, right. your time, and your energy, right. wait until they check you out, yeah. take your money, yeah. watch you carry it to your car and yeah. drive it home, unload it yourself, and install it yourself, and it's free. Well, there you are. <laughs> All right. I guess I didn't see the full program. <laughs> free in-store pickup? Free what the hell does that mean? <laughs> Everything is free in-store pickup. There's never been anything else. <laughs> it's free. It's free. Pick it up. Yeah, yeah. It's free. Pay for it, pick it up, and it's free. It's yours. My God. Gripe if they hung you with a new rope. Oh, uh, Michael Gay, the first openly Sam player to try and make it in the NFL, <laughs> is coming to the end of his rope. Oh, no. Michael recently appeared on TV's Dancing with the Stars, and no, he did not perform to ABBA's Dancing Queen. Oh, boy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, Michael yesterday tried out in Phoenix, could only manage a tortoise-like 5.02 in the 40-yard dash. 5.02. Oh, two yeah. and oh, my. Technically, I don't think I can even call that a dash. No. It's more like a mosey or a carefree jaunt, more than that, than a dash. Oh. Michael Vick was most recently a member of the New York Jets and currently a free agent. But you wouldn't know it from his Twitter avatar. Michael has just changed it to a photo of himself in an Atlanta Falcons jersey. Oh, brother. No, please, God. Sorry, Mikey, but that dog won't hunt. Yeah, it's over. I hear Ted Cruz is running for president. Just like Jimmy Carter had brother Billy and Bill Clinton had brother Roger. Ted also has a black sheep brother to deal with. Uh. Ted's brother, Pablo Cruz, an aging former rock star, <laughs> no, wait a minute. might be a source of trouble, but hey, love will find a way. <laughs> NFL great Chuck Bednarik, maybe the toughest man to ever play football, has died at the age of 89. Hall of Famer played both ways for the Eagles, making the game-saving tackle against Green Bay's Jim Taylor to save the 1960 NFL title game, the last championship the Eagles have won. The guy was just amazing. He knocked Frank Gifford out, not for a game, not for the rest of the season, but the next season after that. Yeah, he almost killed him. Almost killed him. You're absolutely right. By the way, Ben Narek was one of the first stories ever read as a kid, a sports story. Uh-huh. And it's about him winning that championship in 1960s. And now your World Cup of Cricket update. All right, sir. Tonight, the South African gazelle-humping pseudo-Africans <laughs> take on the New Zealand-Tasmanian devil pseudo-Australians. <laughs> now, wait a minute. That can't be right. And anyway, look out. 224. All right, I've got a bunch of newsmaker lines to get on, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Also, the latest, kind of putting in perspective the anger management issues for a certain mayor in Stockbridge, Georgia. That's all coming up here shortly. First, 220, let's call it 225. And in Bangor, Maine, the, mayor, the uh, governor, Paul LePage, 
is trying to pass a new law which will uh, talk about income taxes. And Governor LePage claims that best-selling author Stephen King, a supposed resident of Bangor, doesn't pay income taxes in Maine and no longer lives there. But the the governor wants to have people who make more than a million dollars pay state taxes. Well, uh, Stephen King says, wait a minute, I paid over a million bucks in taxes in New Hampshire. or I mean in Maine, Bangor, Maine, where he lives. Uh, the King Foundation grants three to five million dollars annually in Maine. And he said the governor implied I don't pay my taxes. I do. Uh, the governor's uh, context was that he has a controversial tax overhaul plan to reduce the state income tax by raising the sales tax. And it wa- he wants to lure wealthy retirees and seasonal inhabitants to make Maine their primary home by eliminating the state income tax or reducing it and raising the sales tax. Well, Democrats say that's nonsense. Uh, and, in fact, uh, Stephen King, now the author, says that uh, we pay our taxes as a way of paying back the state that's given us so much. State taxes pay for state services. There's no way around it. There ain't no free lunch. Stephen King has long been an evangelist for taxing rich people. Well, you know, that's fine. If you want to give more tax money, give it. <laughs> Nobody says you can't send them a check. You would make it out to IRS or state treasury. And, you know, for $12 million, say, here, this is yours because I think I should pay more. Then pay more. Well, what, don't make me pay. Well, I, I mean, don't make the money, but don't make rich people pay more. What an idiot! I mean, if you want to pay more, pay more. That's an under that organization. They could write it to yeah. the check. The yeah, it's the coalition. It's the coalition for assimilated uh, shakes and homos. <laughs> or C A S H, and we'll be able to collect them for you. Uh, to... <laughs> What? Okay, I can't say shake on the radio. <laughs> 227. The newsmaker line sponsored by the signing doctor and the rest of the story next on News Radio 1067. <laughs> this is William Shatner, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Really? My God, man. I thought Star Trek fans had no life. Anyway, the Kimmer's on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. And his show is so bad, my final wife held her own head under the water. Hey, baby, this is Dick Vitale, and now <laughs> here's your host, a man whose NCAA brackets are still alive, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is a lot more than you can say for his career. <laughs> yeah, I've heard something, baby. Here he is, Kim Peterson. Oh, my God, stand by. It's only me, 235. Newsbreak Alliance coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. And the rest of the story about a certain angry mayor. But first, 235. Ground expected to be broken next month on Jimi Hendrix Park in Seattle. A developer is going to transform an open green space near the African American Museum into a park to honor Jimi Hendrix, and he has the blessing of the Jimi Hendrix family. Uh, the first phase will have a timeline of Jimi Hendrix's career, a butterfly garden, where is this, is Seattle, a butterfly garden and a gathering space for performances. The second phase will include a shelter house and a shadow wave wall featuring silhouettes of Jimi Hendrix. Shadow wave wall with silhouettes of Jimi Hendrix. I don't know what that means. Is that where you'd be taking the heroin by needle or just putting it into his peanut butter? 
And apparently Hangman tells me that Jimi Hendrix used to do concerts where he would take acid and he'd put it on his forehead and then wrap his bandana around his head real tight. So when he was performing and sweating and everything, the acid was go- would go into his brain through his forehead, sweat, and his bandana, and he'd get high for the whole concert. How'd that work out, by the way? Oh, that's right. He's dead. Oh, yeah, I remember. Well, I mean, come on. I mean, geez, it's, uh, you know, 236. I have newsbreaker lines coming up, but first on News Radio 1067, the mayor of Stockbridge, Tim Thompson, is in trouble because the mayor of Stockbridge apparently has uh, something of a temper. That's something to consider. However, on its face, Mayor Tim Thompson in Stockbridge is a story of anger misplaced. The tale of a belligerent blowhard whose main goal is to launch his clenched fist into the face of a political opponent. But lest we overreact and go off half-cocked or even quarter-cocked, here is the rest of the story. For most of his youth, little Timmy Thompson suffered from an inferiority complex. What with the overbite, spindly legs, zits, and tendency to stutter around pretty girls. It was only when his babysitter, Laquanda Kenesha Jones, made it her single purpose in life to toughen up little Timmy. Step one, subconscious character repetition. She would tuck him in bed and turn on the tape recorder as he drifted off to sleep to the dulcet tones of Laquanda's version of Now I Lay Me Down to Sleep. Well, put into context, one can only imagine the effect of his nightly tremors and bedwetting on this growing child. So it should not have come as a surprise when newly elected mayor Big Tim Thompson took office 14 months ago and changed the tenor of the mayor's office on day one. From now on, you will speak only when spoken to. And the first and last words out of your filthy sewers will be, sir. Do you maggots understand that? Sir, yes, sir. Bull, I can't hear you. Sound off like you got a pair. Sir, yes, sir. If you ladies leave my island, if you survive recruit training, you will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are pukes. You are the lowest form of life on earth. You're not even human f***ing beings. You are nothing but unorganized, grabstick pieces of amphibian Because I am hard, you will not like me. But the more you hate me, the more you will learn. I am hard, but I am fair. There is no racial bigotry here. I do not look down on Here you are all equally worthless. And my orders are to weed out all non-hackers who do not pack the gear to serve in my beloved car. Do you maggots understand that? I can't hear you. Well, you can see that some of the members of the council were taken aback. But with luck and plenty of therapy, little Timmy Thompson's childhood behavior will make way for the real man inside. And the mayor has full confidence in his new doctor, Dr. Bruce Banner. After all, look what he did for Charlie Sheen. And now you know the rest of the story was entitled to the bacon. Now, you know the rest of the story. Yes, 2.40 now with the camera on News Radio 106.7. Just trying to keep everything kind of in perspective. Uh, something new in the world of football, but yeah. another change. Uh, Hangman brought this in. The NFL will suspend the TV blackout policy this season. No blackouts took place last season. Two games just the year before. 
And they're also going to just show a regular season game digitally, first time ever. It won't be on a TV network, just digitally. Wait, wait, wait. What, do you, what does that mean? Well, it's over Computer the, only? Yeah. Computer and internet and the, your, your iPhone the hell would one? I don't want to watch the football game on well, my phone. Well, don't worry about it because it's only between the Buffalo Bills and Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so, but what a crock. I mean, if you were a member of those teams, wouldn't you want to be able to watch it on television instead of a yeah. big screen instead of your phone? And it's the London game. One of the London Oh, for guys. Why the hell are they going to London? Are they still doing I that? I going to London. Yeah, oh, twice. American, it's the, it's the United States of America it football. It sells out every time. Oh, my God. If I were on that team, I would say, you know what? I'm not flying eight or nine hours in a chair to go across the pond and have, have screw myself up and then take a chance on not crashing into the freaking Indian Ocean on the way back. Soccer was invented by European ladies to keep them busy while their husbands did the cooking. Well, see, I should have known. Maybe that explains everything. Why they don't play football in London? They don't even know what it is. Look at those are those men are banging into each other. Oh my lord, they have those large items on their shoulders and their heads, you know that. Yeah. Oh, oh Mike, are they running and they're jumping? Oh my dear, they they have these huge bumps in their shoulders. They're, they're like like plastic things on their heads and so on. They're, From they're the running. plastic arts, we turn to football. <laughs> they're, just, they're just jumping and bouncing you know, and and throttling each other. I've just I've never seen such a thing. <coughs> football in London. <laughs> yeah, we don't call it football, you know. It's, no. It's, all right, right two forty-two. All right, I got news breaking lines next on News Radio one hundred six seven. Mr. Hill, I just got my first. Period. But- <laughs> the Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. All right, here we go now. Stand by. This is Secretary <laughs> of State John Kerry. Uh, John. And now here's your host. Yes, sir. A man who has a purple heart. Mainly because Humana made him wait three days to go to the cardiac unit. <laughs> well, I, here he no, is really for the is. time being, Thank Kim you. Peterson. So much. 247, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. Jason Aldean just got married. A couple guys in first class. Jason Aldean married a former contestant from American Idol named Brittany Kerr. They're married in Mexico over the weekend. Aldean calls it the best day ever. And she says she feels like the luckiest woman to have been able to marry her best friend. Now, Jason Aldean made headlines in the tabloids when he admitted to acting inappropriately with Kerr while he was still married to his first wife, his starter wife, Jessica. And let me tell you something, ladies. If you're cheating with a married man, normally they do not stay with you. Is that her? Yeah. Hold it. Okay, I take it back. <laughs> no, she's, she's hot, but she's a tramp. I mean, Well, maybe not a tramp, but she you know, helped a man cheat on his wife, so... And I hope I uh, hope he doesn't oh. cheat on you, honey. What? That was a what? Interesting what? lyric there. What? What do you say? <laughs> was something bad? Busted his, busted his blank. Oh yeah. my! Yeah. Jason Aldean. Well, there you go. Uh, quick birthday, uh, Pete. Uh, Sir Roger. Sir Roger Bannister, the guy who broke the four-minute mile the first time in 1954. And he invented that handrail thing that goes along the stairs. The Bannister. I'll be, I, I thought they called it the Roger, and he tried to change the name to call it the Roger up here in England. <laughs> He's 86 today. <laughs> Hold on to the Roger while you're... How <laughs> <laughs> oh, about a newsbreaker line? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Hank Hill calling hey, from Mr. Strickland Propane. Mr. Hill, how are you, sir? What's all this talk about Ted Cruz, Kimmer? Yes, sir. I should like him since he's from Texas. Yes, sir. Texas. But they're touting him as the anti-Bush candidate. 
<laughs> I thought that would be Senator Lindsey Graham. <laughs> no, no, no. Anti-Jeb Bush and George Bush. There was oh, a, the Bush family. The family tree it was kind of a different. Meanwhile, I heard meaning. the Georgia Department of Transportation is going to spend millions of dollars yeah, yeah. to remove 2,000 faulty guardrails. Guardrails. Why don't they just close the interstates? Give Councilwoman Cleta Winslow a truck, a bottle of Mad Dog, and turn her <laughs> Problem solved. They should listen to me, hey, Kel. how much fun that would be, too. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Helper. Thank I'm you. hey, Kel. <laughs> well, apparently, from all reports, yes, this Stockbridge Mayor, Tim Thompson, has yeah. an incredibly short fuse. Fuse, short fuse. I bet that doesn't make Mrs. Thompson very happy, <laughs> you know. I think what they... <laughs> They were talking about his tempers. As a matter of fact, she's written a new book. Oh, a new book? It's called Men Are From Mars, My Husband's a Piece of Work. <laughs> <laughs> I bailed out on that one at you the last minute. You bailed a little there for a second. Mayor Pro Temp Alfonso Thomas and yeah. Councilwoman Lakeisha Gant yeah. are really furious, and they object to the mayor's behavior, behavior. Kimmer. Up to him, yeah. Well, apparently a lot of effort goes into those outbursts. You know, he... Expends a lot of energy, you know, <laughs> that would make one of their supporters need to take a nap or anything, you know. You might wake them up and what they're doing. Not that I hate you whatever over generalized. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you see where a French electrician has been accused yeah. of stealing 207 Picasso paintings yeah. worth $150 million, yeah, Kimmer? $150 million. Like I was telling my wife, Peggy, the other night, I never really got Pablo Picasso. Well, what do you mean, sir? Well, his paintings always kind of reminded me of a scrambled porno movie. What, oh, scrambled porno we movie? He got the right leg in the top left corner, the left eyes <laughs> on the bottom. And... <laughs> How the hell did that breast get in the corner of the screen? <laughs> See, I... Some kind of psychedelic twister or something. I don't know. Hey, folks, here's a guy that's watched a lot of scrambled porn. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. 251, it's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. 844 844-404-1067. You know that uh, mayor behavior down there, Mayor Tim Thompson of Stockbridge, is clearly evident he had some he has some anger issues. During a council meeting last week, uh, a seemingly innocent question and answer period uh, really set him off. One councilman just asked the mayor. Uh, Mayor, would you like to vote on whether we should take a recess? You don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. just want to know about a recess We use these words as the backbone of a life spent defending Uh, something. You use them as a punchline. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. Well, we're just trying to take a break. I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Well, now you see, I think the mayor might have overreacted a little bit. But again, you put it in perspective, and maybe he was just trying to get his point across. He's only been mayor since uh, January of 14. Yeah. Takes experience, takes practice. He's probably getting better every day. They yelled at him, is that a pledge pit on your... <laughs> <laughs> 253. Newsbreaker line, good afternoon. Kimmer. <laughs> Judge Smales. <laughs> it's easy to thrive when you're still alive and you've made the sweet 16. But... <laughs> 
<laughs> Enough about Bill Clinton and his pedophilia buddies that's never been written about in the AJC. <laughs> Judge? Judge Smales, how's it going, sir? Well, you know, I've said women thinner than Kelly, Renee, Gis, and Dan to the slaughterhouse. <laughs> I didn't want to. I felt I owed it to the pork industry. Judge Smales. <laughs> Very touching story. Mrs. Smales and I were moved. Yes. How Ted Cruz was able to intervene and end his mother's drinking problem. And his drinking, her drinking. As opposed to Judy Garland, who started drinking even more to wash down the second all the first time she laid eyes on Liza Minnelli. <laughs> Poor Liza's back in rehab. Yeah, she's reeking. Doctors have concluded the best way to keep her clean and sober yes, is to hide all the mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you seen Liza Minnelli lately, Kimmer? Lately, yeah. I did, uh... Oh, Delta charged your next to $30 for the bags under her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been reading about this uh, Stockbridge mayor, Tim Thompson. Tim Thompson, yeah. I hear the guy can be pretty crabby at times. Crabby, crabby. Not Madonna crabby. There's shots you can get for that. I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've got ointment for Madonna type of crabby. It's a long and bumpy road. Thank you. <laughs> Mayor Thompson once got into an argument with Henry County Sheriff Victor Hill. Oh, he did? And Victor became so enraged, he threatened to reach up and punch Mayor Thompson in the knee. <laughs> <laughs> They did a TV movie about Victor Hill. Do you remember that? What was the movie again? I... Walking Small. <laughs> no, that wasn't. <laughs> Sir, the man. Is... <laughs> Law, man. I... Oh, I'm sorry. Victor Hill was found not guilty. Yeah, not guilty yeah. on 37 felony corruption counts. 37? Yeah, the same way Burl Ellis and O.J. were found not guilty. <laughs> I... When the verdict is announced, the Pointer sisters were so excited and they couldn't hide it. <laughs> Great to be on the show. Thank you so much. Forward all of those complaints to Kim Peterson. <laughs> the Kimmer. <laughs> That's right. News Radio 106. Uh, no, it's 125. I should be safe. You're not up yet. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. A crack of three or something. Now we're talking. Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. 255. News Radio 1067. And the Pope had a close call with a bunch of kinky nuns, apparently, over the weekend. He was in Naples, Italy, and he went to see the cloistered nuns who don't even look out the window, basically. They never go outside. They have to greet visitors through a partition. But they were allowed to attend the Pope's speech over the weekend, and they broke forward, started giving him gifts and getting all over him. And one of the cardinals started yelling out, Sisters, sisters, get back! Look out, look out! They're going to eat him! They're going to eat the Pope! (laughs) The cardinals started yelling that nuns were going to eat him because they were so excited to see the Holy Pontiff. Uh, anyway, uh, don't forget Braves opening home opener is Friday, April 10th. It'll be against the Mets, and they got special deals, special best seats. Go to Braves.com to uh, get all your information there for you, too. All right, I got it. It's only the Kimmer coming up. The news people. It's the news people on News Radio 1067. And tomorrow we do it all over again. Oh, damn. There goes my sphenoid. There goes my sphenoid. This is Hank Hill, and thank you for listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show, courtesy of Hangman and John Boy. So if you didn't like the show, blame them. Listen to The Kimmer, weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067.